Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Love to shop and eat? With a dozen food stands and even more local vendors, there's always something fresh, friendly, and fun at the Markets at Hanover. For hours and events, visit marketsathanover.com. Welcome to Why Do Catholics, the podcast from Catholics that talks about what Catholics believe. My name is Rachel Bryson, and I'm your host. Well, welcome back to Why Do Catholics, a podcast of the Diocese of Harrisburg. And I am so excited to welcome back Father Josh Cavender. Uh, He was here. I don't know if you would have listened to our series on the sacraments, but he joined us for that. And we are so excited, Father, to have you back to talk to us about the Mass. Well, I'm so excited to have uh, been invited back. This is it's truly a pleasure of mine, uh, an honor of mine to be able to be here with you guys today. Well, wonderful. Uh, so we're we're starting our series on the Mass as our, our next series of, of podcasts. Father, can you just kind of, I guess, start us at the beginning, give us an, an overview about what is the Mass and why is it such an important piece and an important part of the Catholic faith? Absolutely. The It's really easy to approach the Mass, and we've we've been like you know, everybody thinks of Catholics, and then the next thing they think of is like Mass. And so it's really easy, having done this celebrated Mass for like you know the last two thousand years, to to kind of lose sight of what it is sometimes in our in our own lives. So it's really easy to go to Mass, and and you see the same prayers over and over and over again, and kind of lose sight of what they're saying in the familiarity of what the, you know, this profound mystery that's being celebrated right before our eyes. It's really easy to to hear a bland homily and kind of say like, oh, I don't really want to go back here. This is boring. Or it's really easy to, I'm sure this never happens at any church, but to have the organist, Mrs. McGillicuddy, who's been an organist since the organ was invented, playing in one key, and Father is over here trying to sing in a different key, but not really on key, and then the people are singing in a, in a, in a third key. It just sounds like a musical hurricane of noise. And to just kind of go there and see that and be like, wow, this is really interesting. Uh, you know, and, and, and we can kind of lose sight of what's happening right before our eyes because of either familiarity or, or a bad uh, celebration of the sacrament itself. It, it can lose some of its beauty uh, on, on a surface level. But the Mass is like the greatest prayer that the Church has to offer. It is the meeting place of heaven and earth. And and so we have these masses celebrated for different reasons, whether, you know, it's a Sunday mass, whether it's like a big celebration of something like, you know, Ascension, the Assumption of Mary, an event, or like a saint. We have these masses for, for different reasons, but to realize that like sitting before our eyes, what is happening in the mass, that Christ is being born into the world again. So the graces of Christmas that happened 2,000 years ago are happening right before our eyes again. I've asked people, you know, what would it be like to sit at the Last Supper? What would it be like to stand at the foot of the cross or to be standing next to the tomb when Christ walks out? Mm-hmm. What would it be like to be in Bethany when Christ ascended into heaven? All of that happens 
in the Mass. And it's not like Christ is born again into the world and then goes through the suffering of the cross again and he's like re-sacrificed and then ascends into heaven by the end of it. No, there's only one sacrifice of the cross. There's only one Mass. But this infinite, timeless moment of Christ's action in the world is made present in our little piece of time, in the little church building where we are. The gates of, the, of, of heaven come down and just, just brush against the, the, uh, our, our little piece of space and time wherever that Mass is being celebrated. Like the divine mysteries of heaven are in whatever church we are in. And it doesn't matter, in a sense, how the Mass is done, good or bad. I mean, it, it matters, but, but we can get distracted by failings of people to the point that we completely miss the fact that Jesus Christ showed up. The God of the universe, incarnate in the person of Jesus Christ, showed up right before our eyes. Mm-hmm. Think about that for a second. That's amazing. So that's what happens every single time a Mass is celebrated. So as we approach the Mass... I've joked with people at funerals and, and stuff like that where we have we tend to have non-Catholics present to help prepare them for you know what I lovingly call the Catholic calisthenics. You know, uh, you know, we stand up and we sit down and we stand up and we sit down and then we, you know, uh, we kneel for a little while and we're standing up and we're kneeling again. And, you know, and the, people are like, what is going on? This is more of a workout than it is, you know, uh, you know, I, you know sitting here and, and listening to somebody speak. Uh, so, so why is it that we do these strange actions? You know, if, if you're not familiar with the Mass and somebody says, the Lord be with you, and then everybody responds, and with your spirit, like, all, all of a sudden you start looking around like, well, I didn't know we were supposed to, I don't have a script. Like, and it's really easy growing up as a, as a Catholic to kind of learn these, these calls and responses mm-hmm. during the liturgy, to, to be standing up and sitting down, but not actually give much thought to what they mean and what they're doing. As a sacrament, the, the, the Mass you know, is, is the sacrament by which the Eucharist comes about for us. A sacrament is, is a sign, and the whole point of this sign is to reveal a spiritual reality that's underneath of it. And that kind of seems strange for a second, but let's put it in the context of a relationship. Like, if two people are in love, how can you tell? You know, if, if I pull out my assorted meters of things that I could, you know, wave over people and see what we could detect, <laughs> there is no love meter. You know, there's, you, know you can't, uh, well, you know, this person's at 80% love. You know, they're pretty good, but there's a room for improvement between these two people. No, that doesn't exist. How do you tell if two people are in love? How can you tell if you're in love with somebody else or if somebody else is in love with you? It's not a matter of a reading the soul. It's about seeing what's happening in the soul through the action of the body. We can see, in a sense, the love language of the two people between each other. And that can come out in different shapes and forms. But when we look at that with respect to the Mass, there's all of these bodily movements and vocal calls and responses, this, this symbolic nature of the body is revealing what's happening in our soul. So when we understand what we're doing in the Mass and why these, for those Catholic calisthenics matter, like when we understand why they matter, we understand what we're saying with our body and how that is a love language between us and God. Understanding the Mass, understanding this bodily movement, this total inclusion of the body and the soul in this love language to God in the Mass, and, and understanding what God is doing reciprocally 
within our own soul, the graces we're receiving in that moment. When we understand those movements and understand those parts, we can understand the great mystery that's been handed to us in the Mass. And uh, I know, Father, we, we were talking a little bit earlier how, you know, sometimes, especially for those of us Catholics who, you know, we've grown up in the Church, who, like you said, we may not really be thinking about what we're doing at Mass, but sometimes the Mass can almost become just like that checklist for mm-hmm. our, our Sunday. It's, you know, we, we go and we're like, okay, I, I, I went to Mass, I'm a good Catholic. But that's, that's not really what it's all about. The Mass, uh, there's that old line, familiarity breeds contempt. I think a better spiritual principle is familiar, familiarity can breed neglect, if we're not attentive to it. Again, I always like to turn back to uh, the relationship language of the sacraments. Let's say a a husband and wife have been married for a decade. It's really easy to let certain things in in a marriage relationship just become thoughtless standards. And problems come up in the relationship when we don't attend to those little things in a marriage relationship. It's not just about the, the, the one spouse works late, so the other spouse tends to be cooking dinner more. If it just becomes an expectation and a duty, then there can, be a, a, there can, can arise a large tension. When we stop saying our pleases and our thank yous in that relationship, mm-hmm. we start to let those little things slip and it becomes less intentional. Then the relationship starts to, to be neglected. And so... so with our relationship with Mass, uh, not relationship with Mass, our relationship with God through the Mass, if we stop being attentive to the little prayers, if we stop being attentive to uh, preparing ourselves for Mass, to uh, seeing, uh, walking through Mass with a sense of intentionality, then we're neglecting the little things in our relationship with God, and we can let the whole relationship with God kind of become stale. So one of the things that that I recommend is to allow your eyes to be opened a little bit, to allow God to to reveal that intentionality of the Mass and to enter into the Mass with intentionality so that we can see and attend to the little things of our spiritual life so that the great mysteries don't become masked and just become bland and an obligation. I mean... Heaven and earth are meeting in Mass. It's the greatest possible force that you could ask for in the world. But it's really easy just to kind of gloss over that and, and let, it, let it become obscured in our normalcy and, and routine of the Mass itself. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Father. And I know we're going to delve a lot more into you know, those little things in the Mass and those ways that we can pay more attention and really uh, truly find that relationship or you know strengthen that relationship or recapture uh that relationship with god that you know we can that's nurtured through through the mass in our coming episodes uh so again i want to thank you for for joining us and for sharing your wisdom as as we go forward talking about the mass And uh, this is Why Do Catholics, a podcast of the Diocese of Harrisburg. We'll see you next time.